Daniel. James, what's going on? Mate, just us two today. It's a bit of a change of pace. You know what that means. What does that mean? We can talk about whatever we want. Uh, you know, liveries, carbon fiber swing arms. Oh, mate. We don't have the guy yapping. Thank God. So, for everyone um, wondering where Tom is... Unfortunately, we'll have to give him the sack. <laughs> um, look, we uh, he, he talked too much. He was getting on our nerves. Yeah. Um, uh, so, basically, what we've done is him and his family, we've paid for an all-inclusive holiday to Bali for him. Good compensation. Um, <laughs> it's a great compensation. A gold Rolex. Um, you know, and then we'll never see him again. But we still get to use his house. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a great trade-off. <laughs> no, Tom, we miss you and we'll uh, see you next week. Enjoy oh, Bali. Fucking Strega. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about Stregas, it was the Italian Rapid <laughs> Motor GP. Heaps of them there this weekend. Oh, you'd hope so. Mate, amazing, amazing rounds. Uh, it was. Where do we even where do we even start? Like there was actually a lot that happened. It was injuries, wild cards. It was nuts, man. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a really good round of racing. Yeah, it was. It was. It really was. Um, oh, yeah. Moto3. Let's go through it. Alonso, Masia, and Dennis on Chu. Great race. One, two, man. three. Yeah. Yeah. Great how, race. How good's David Alonso? Three of the last four. I can't believe it, man. Yeah. Surprise packet out of nowhere. Yep. Um, yeah, just leading the charge. It's great. I mean, on a good bike, too. That gas gas. Proven. It's a championship yep. bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, that move was just killer. It's um, he's he's got ice in the veins in that last lap, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely, man. And um, and and I actually thought at the start of that race, Juan Masia was just he was one point two seconds up the road, and I was like, um, he's got this. And it's happened a couple times in Masano over the years, yeah. Where Moto three riders have just got that gap, and they can just manage it. But he um, credit to the guys like Dennis Onchu, I think led the charge to um, catch him back up. And then I think they were saying that maybe Masia. He kept on that pace, would have cooked his tires. So yeah, it probably checks out. Yeah, it was a good race. Otherwise, I thought I thought Munoz was trying to get a bit of revenge <laughs> yeah. as well. I thought, oh, he's going to punt off um, Donchu <laughs> at one stage. That's true. That's but, a yeah. Donchu does not deserve that. He had a good ride. I think he was a bit disappointed. But like getting third, more more points in the bank as well. Like it's well, yeah, and it's championship wide open now. Like yeah, I mean Holgado started amazing. Started the yeah. year brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like nowhere now. Yeah, he's uh he's done a Celestino Vietti, Daniel. Hundred percent. He's Couldn't just agree dropped more. off, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, in the now now the flyways. Yeah. Where it, the, the championship gets interesting again. You know, it's new track in India, so it's going to be different. It is, man. It is. I think there's. I'll try and get it up here. There's not a whole lot of points between the yeah, top. Yeah, get it on the bar. Between the top. Um, Four or five guys yeah. in the Moto Three World Championship, and any any uh, any race now, like so much can happen where it can really just blow it open. Like it's definitely not Holgado's championship. You know, anyone can really do it. I honestly think he's going to throw it away. Mm. I think he's going to um, really struggle. Yeah. Well, so it's only four points between him and the uh, Sasaki. Sasaki, yeah. And what Massey is only under, like, what, what's that? 20, 15, 11 points, something like that. Oh, yeah, not, very good. not far off. Yeah. And then Onchu's not far behind. And David Alonso's not far behind. I know, he's only, yeah, 21 points off David Alonso. Shit, that's pretty good. That's a, this is going to yeah. shape up to be a really good championship. And it's David Alonso's rookie year, isn't it? 
Yeah, I believe so. I think he won the Red Bull Rookies Cup last year. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. There you go. Because I remember I saw one of his gold, nice gold livery helmets oh, from winning. I love that. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking about rookies as well, um, Colin Vaya, Vaya, however you pronounce it, man, his last few weeks mm. have just been brilliant on the uh, Liquid Molly Husqvarna as well. Yep. What's, what's he doing differently? He might, maybe he's got some of uh, Jorge Martin's secret secret special sauce or something oh, like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Before the race. Yeah. No, he's, um, he's doing really well. No, he's killing it, man. I was su- massive surprise packet. Yeah. Like I said, last two or three rounds, he's been super consistent. So yeah. he shouldn't be too far off a race win shortly. Yeah, that's all right. It's just so hard. Like, look at Dennis on Chu trying to get a race win. Um, it took so long. Yeah. But, you know, it takes time. How good was that last lap back? Let's get that oh, up on the blower. Man, I, seriously, I was like hanging on the edge of my sh- seat. That yeah. Was, that was unreal stuff. It's such a... I don't, I don't know, yeah. It's such an inviting track for these guys as well. Yeah, it is. And they can go like, you know, six, seven abreast. Well, at one stage they were, I think. Yeah. Look at that. Massio on the inside. And you can he's, even see... Look, he always loses the front ends. They're just bobbling. That's... So, and he just yeah, ice in the veins around the outside, Alonso. That's so great. And they, that last that last turn's obviously so hard to pass because so many people are trying to make that make that pass, but it's just you don't get that momentum through it. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah, a short run to the line helps yeah. as well. Yeah, that's true. On this track, so couldn't pull out of the slipstream. So I was kind of rooting for uh, Mass here as well because he's been there for a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, I think he's a really good rider, but it was my pick for the championship this year. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was too, actually. Good yeah. point. But now, well done to the Moto Three boys. Yeah, that was awesome, man. They are fuck done. Just another class race. So it'll be interesting to see what it's like in India for them, and how the all those you know young bloods handled the heat over there. Yeah, exactly. Literally the heat. Um, I have I haven't even seen the track. Is it? Like, is there a long straight for them? Is it a wide track? Yeah, I, I there is. Know. I've only got a faint memory of it when I used to play the F1 game with Tom back in the day. Uh, well, I just remember the dog running across the circuit and the and, and the smog. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually, to its credit, Tom said this as well. It's, um, it's actually not a bad track. So, unless it's changed since then, okay. I'm not too sure. But I think it would be pretty good for... I think it would be pretty good for bike racing in general. But, like, any track for for yeah. Moto3 is pretty good like it's always it's always done well oh, 100% man yeah. looking forward to it for sure oh yeah what about uh, Moto2 what have yeah. we got there oh man actually I got a good I got a question for you yeah before we get into the results and everything you're a massive Marquez fan yeah and you're a massive Acosta fan yeah where do you see the hype for Acosta is he living up to the hype do you think there's too much hype I think you're the greatest man to answer this question. Uh, he is he is living up to the hype. Okay. At the moment, um, when people try and say that he's the next Mark Marquez, like that's such a rough thing to say because I don't think there's going to be another Mark Marquez. Like no. there's going to be another Valentino Rossi. I just don't think it's there. Um, he but certainly at the moment he's living up to the hype. Like. You know, he he won. He destroyed Moto Three. Yeah. Um, like made them look silly and probably the hardest class to win. 
Moto Two last year, he still won like four or five races, whatever it was, yep. after a broken femur. That was is, crazy. Yeah, a very very hard thing to do. If not, that can be you know that can be a career killer as well. Absolutely can. Um, and then comes out this this year, you know, hasn't completely dominated, but he did on the weekends, and then he still pulled out. I think a thirty plus point lead in the championship. Yes. And, you know, he's had silly mistakes, but the guy's only 19. Like, people forget he's only, I think, 19. So, you know, I think the hype's there. Um, You just, you can't compare him to Marquez because, like... It's just an unfair comparison to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, he went out and then won. Like, if he wins the rookie season, if he wins in his rookie season, the championship next year, then yeah, okay, he's the next Mark Marquez, but... You'll pay it. God, who who's who's done that nah. before? I was like Freddie Spencer and him or something like that. Yeah, like, it's just, crazy. You know, it's just not going to happen. But it's a good question, and I think I think he is living up to it. So, let's see how he goes. Yeah, well, that's it. I think after this weekend, obviously going into the results, he won by what I think two or three seconds. Yeah, at yeah. the end, he and I managed it really. Yeah, I thought he really solidified it. Yeah, he pushed um, Vietti super hard. <laughs> So he almost crashed like how many times? Man, some of the saves they were. Let's, let's see if I can get yeah. them up. They were some of those were absolutely brilliant. Like, yeah, he's. Oh my god, there's a few of them. Now talk about Mark Marquez. That's like a Mark Marquez type of save. You know? Oh, that mate. front was gone. But he's been pulling these out of the bag. Of, Look at uh, that other one for the last two years as well. Shit. Yeah, the one in the comments. Yeah. At front's tucked, like he's gone. It's just a new skill. Yeah, you know? you know what the funny thing is with that is, is you see the greats leave a legacy on how to ride, mm. and and there's a few of them. You've got Kenny Roberts Senior, yeah, first one to drag the knee. True. Then you've got you know I'm sure there's people people in between this, but then Valentino Rossi, one of his one was uh, he was the first person to drag dangle the leg out. Yeah, he was. You know, I remember watching. I think it was at San Marino, and I, I we were like, you know, what's, what's this? What's yeah. it, what's going on about this? But it obviously worked. Marquez was, you know, crashing but not crashing. You know, and, yeah. now, and now it's a skill. Like people picking it up with their elbow, and it's I don't know how you practice that, but they oh, obviously man. do. Pro- training on those avales probably help. I reckon that's a great point. Actually, because yeah. you're down there anyway, you just yeah. push yourself off, and I it's guess. just a bit lighter. That's a great point. So I reckon, and you know, all those guys now train on a Vale. So I think Alex Rins has just got back into it now. I think he's just jumped back on a bike. And oh, good. From what I saw. I actually can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a whole thing on Alex Rins lately. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I think Acosta just killed it. He pushed him to the absolute limits and obviously couldn't keep up. But a great race nonetheless by mm. him as well. Um and then our man Alonso Lopez in third. Yeah. Which was good to see. Yeah, good to see him back. Long he, overdue. He, he won it there last year, wasn't it? I'm yeah. Pretty, I'm pretty sure he did. Was that his first race win? I think so, yeah. I think it was at Masano. Yeah. I want to see another race win from him. But he's done well on that Boscoscuro, so he's got serious talent. Oh, Alonso man, Lopez. absolutely. I think he's going to be one of those guys, similar to Quattararo, where yeah. there or thereabouts in the Moto2. Yeah. Um, not really sort of poised for much there, but then they come in and just take the world yeah. by storm. Yeah. Just got to find a seat for him and... Good luck trying to do that next few years. Man, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I must give a massive shout out to Jake Dixon. <laughs> I was waiting for this. What a superstar, man. <laughs> Where did he finish again? Let me just get that one up. Do you uh, scroll all the way down, Vin? All the way down. 
I I must hate him that much. I'm not even looking for his name. In 12th. 12th. So well done, Jake. Great ride. And about what? How many? Um, he's about 20 seconds off. 20 seconds <laughs> off the pace as well. So over 20 seconds off the pace from Pedro Acosta. 23 seconds off. Yeah. Well done, Jake. I think you might have outsmarted you this time, champion. <laughs> There's been so many funny memes coming out of it as oh, well. Man, like, unreal. How can you compare, almost, you know, compare yourself to saying you're outsmarting the next Mark Marquez to then, then Pedro Costa blows everyone out the next rounds and he's 12th. Like, God, you must feel like a fucking dick. Seriously. Like, you're not Conor McGregor, bro. Oh, bad. You know, like... There's no one, like, he's not in that realm of talking that much shit. No, he can't back it up. He yeah. can't back it up at all. It's, yeah, it's embarrassing. You but, know, you just keep doing, you just keep doing what you're fucking doing, Mop. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we'll see you crash. Uh, speaking about crashes, Aaron Kinnett ended up in the gravel. Yeah, standard. Standard. Uh, there was a massive crash at the end of the race with Guevara and yeah. uh, Tulovic. Uh, I think it was last corner or one of the last corners. It was pretty big. I couldn't find it to clip it in. But um, yeah, that was a bit shit to see, especially for Guevara. Like he's just coming back. Yeah. What had is an he? Injury. A handful of races in. Yeah. So I hope he's not injured from it. Nothing's been said, but. Yeah, it's been a hard one uh, this year for the boys like Guevara. You know, a little bit of a different circumstance from injury. Um, but as well with Foggia, you know, just yeah, haven't just... been really there, um, you know. And then you've got Sergio Garcia, who actually has kind of shined a bit. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Massive hats off to him. I think he's absolutely killed it. Yeah. yeah. I think he's been really, really good. Yeah. So he'll, he'll yeah. definitely be one to watch out for next year. Yeah, for sure. He, he's, I think he's a future star. Like, he was so close to winning that, that Moto3 world title. And then to come up in, from Moto3 to Moto2... You see those guys that can do it, um, I wouldn't say effortlessly, but make it look effortlessly, where they're constantly in the top 10. That seems to be Sergio Garcia. And it's been all your other superstars. Rins did it. Yep. Juan Mir did it. Obviously, Marquez did it. Um, where they've made that jump and been comfortable. You know, yeah, exactly. Where you see a lot of other guys, just for whatever reason, they just can't get it going. No, that's it, man. I think that's a great way to put it, actually. And I think that's a fair comparison to some of those guys like Rins and yeah. and Mir and all that. Yeah. Um, I remember when Rins um, jumped up and I think he podiumed on his second year Moto2. I'm like, man, this guy's going to be a star. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, obviously hasn't won a world title or anything like that, but he's still been there or thereabouts oh, absolutely. on his day. He's just like, crashed too much. Yeah, yeah well, we'll, go, we'll go into that a bit yeah. later on. I think we got something on that. <laughs> now, on to the big boys. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it was a. I was in two minds because I wanted I wanted Pedrosa the podium oh, so bad, just for the feels, for the nostalgia. Yeah. Like it would have been amazing. Um, but then I still wanted Pecco and Bez on there because they've been walking wounded, and you know, for Pecco to get get third and Bez get second of those injuries was a monumental effort. And you saw Pecco at the end of the race, like he hardly walk. He was just stuck on that bike. Dude, Simon Crafe had to walk over to him. Yeah. And like he looked absolutely gassed. Yeah, he did. And like normally he's pretty good on the mic. Yeah. And he almost didn't want a bar of it. Yeah, he, that's right. It was funny. I took a photo of that and I sent it to Tom when he was in Bali. I think he was buddy 15 beers deep or something like that, <laughs> slurring his words. Um, and it was Rosa, it was behind him. It was all the sea of Ducati uh, 
<laughs> Chicati like engineers. Rosa, the owner of Pinos, is just like in there, like just in the um where all the fucking riders and stuff no are in the um, Park Ferme. That's just taking photos and she was on TV. I'm like, what's Rosa doing there? <laughs> Obviously, you know, like a couple cousins in Sicily or something like oh, that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, she just went there again. Oh, yeah, come here. No dramas. Straight to Park Ferme. Oh, part of the Ducati team? Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Italian Ducatis. Yeah, same thing. Same, same. But, um, yeah, I, 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 was, I didn't know who to root for, you know? Everyone, I think, again, shout out bad MotoGP memes yeah you had that one where the guy's sweating yeah, with yeah. the two buttons like Pedrosa Podium and Peco Podium we're gonna clip that in we're gonna clip that um, in that's funny yeah it was it was one of those things I mean how good's Danny though oh, I know yeah you made a good point on him dude he's a freak I think that alien status is yep. solidified and it's no disrespect to the new guys obviously Mark Marquez I wouldn't count as a new guy yeah but I can't see these guys falling into that alien category no you're 100 percent right this is this is a thing this is a this is a can of worms because you're right back with those aliens it was four that could win and that was it and those guys were that much faster than everyone else yeah and i don't think it's like that it's not like that now and maybe partly that's because of the bikes have just evolved to be a lot closer now yeah good call um where, you know, admittedly, if you want to be devil's advocate, you had to be... If you look at the aliens, it was two Repsol Hondas, really, and two Yamahas, and then maybe a Ducati with Casey. You yeah, because he, he was the only one that could yeah, ride it. Yeah, he was an alien. But as you said, Pedrosa, like, you know, 35 plus years old, whatever he is, um, getting, what, two fourths and qualified fifth is a monumental effort. Man, I, I couldn't believe it, and... Like I said, you think about it. Yes, fair enough. He's their test rider. He spends time on their bike. Mm. But time on a bike versus time racing, that's, yeah. that's two different things. Yeah, and I think he said something about that, how he didn't want to make the move for two reasons on Peko because you don't want to destroy his championship. That's right. Um, and just, you know, getting that eye in the pass again. That's right. 100%. You know? He did come out and say that was good. But um, yeah, I think, you know, that just proves... And for me, that proves if you get the right rider on KDM, yeah, that's a championship bike. It is, man. Like if Pedrosa's coming out and then just getting fourth, like Binder had a good. He was he looked fast. That sprint race, he just got caught up behind a few riders and got yeah. caught up behind um, Pedrosa. Pedrosa. Um, I don't know if he had the race win in him for the full race because he. Ended, I think he just got pushed over the edge. Yeah. In the in the main race, but he did look quick. So. Um, it just shows how good Danny is. I oh, know, man. I it's, love him. It's, it's awesome seeing him back out there, dude. He's, I think everyone's got so much respect for him. Oh. He's done. He actually has done a lot for the sport. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, just love to see more of him, man. Like best, easily the best uh, uh, test rider out there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that would be a big reason for why that bike's developing so much. And that's another thing. That time he spent behind Peko, mm. he would have taken so much. Yeah. From yeah. Ducati and going, all right. This, a guy like yeah. that is out of this world. Yeah, that's and right. And he understands a bike down to, you know, the last Minute. nut. Like, yeah. He would have taken so much info from that sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and main race just being stuck behind him for so long. 100%. It's a great call. It really so, is. But KDM's got to f stop with this like family first mentality, man. It's getting them nowhere. Yeah. Well, what's going on? Because we've got 
Okay, let's just let's break this down. We've got at the moment I don't know what's gone on with Jack. And then there's been all these there's been all these uh claims which has been rejected that KDM have offered Jack Miller massive money, double his salary to be a test rider. Um, and uh, uh, quite a few uh, wild cards for Pedro Costa to go into that into that team. That's massive. How many wild cards did you say it was before? I read 10 of multiple, but I don't think that... How is that legal? That's just having another bike on the grid almost. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, unless they've got certain concessions, they can still run. No, I think they lost their concessions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they did. So, yeah, double, double the salary, but... Take it and run, man. Fuck. Did you watch him walk into the box on the main race? No. Nah. Before the race? No, nah, no, nah, Man, nah. he was just like slouched over. He just looked done. Yeah. He looked cooked. Uh, you made a good point. Like, yeah, his wife's due this week or whatever. Yeah, surely that, that would have to play a part in it. But you're racing at that top level and this is going to sound a bit, not full on, but like heartless. You can't think about that stuff. mm like you just you got a job at hand you got to focus on that yeah and i think i heard he's only taken away 25 points in the last four rounds yeah it's been like, a struggle man it's like been it's... a struggle and and now with kdm it, it doesn't help as well because pedrosa went fourth and fourth like, <laughs> it definitely doesn't <laughs> it does not help um yeah i think there's a lot going on in the background of kdm with you know Pedro, like, you know, it's been Pedro Costa, Mark Marquez, like, all these names. Something's going to give. Well, not only that, now that apparently Vietti's going to go to KDM in Moto2 yeah, yep. with the uh, outlook of him going into MotoGP by 25. Yeah. So, whether they're going to try and apply for those two bikes again with Husqvarna. They, I, I, that'd be good. That'd be good. It's, it's got to happen too. Yeah, and there's so much talent that, need, that needs to be on that grid. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. You know, get rid of get rid of a Ducati team or even two. Yeah, they need to get rid of a Ducati team. They, they need to send VR forty six as much as it pains me to say it to Yamaha. To Yamaha. I've got. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, they need to. Like, it's great to see him up there. Um, realistically, it's like weirdly a match made in heaven. You got Rossi and Ducati, but really, it's more Rossi and Yamaha. Like, yeah, that's right. You know, um, and he's the ambassador. Yeah, exactly. It. I think everything's pointing towards. By the end of their contract with Ducati, which I believe is next end of next year, Yamaha need to pull their their finger out though, because you know if they want, I don't know why they're not. They're obviously stubborn, like HRC, because you've got Rossi, the one of the biggest teams. If, well, their biggest team, you're going to get a massive amount of following and sell a fuckload of merchandise. Yep. If you get Rossi on there. Um, and it doesn't seem like they're developing their bike. Like we talked about it last week, but you look at Honda, they've they've rolled out a brand new bike with yeah, Stefan which, Bradl. Yeah, which looked amazing actually. It, it looked did. really, really good. It, it's, it's changed dramatically and they're rolling around with that right now with the Masano tests. What's Yamaha doing? Apparently, they've got some new... Uh, uh, new features to test, but they're not doing anything what HRC's doing. Like, at least Honda's having a crack now. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't seem like Yamaha. They're just, they're just flailing. Yeah, it's, it, and it's sad, man. Like, 
It's standard it's, Yamaha, but they've been they've been notorious for that. The only reason they weren't like that was because they had Rossi in there in 04. Yeah, that's right. You know, but really since then... True, that, that's a good point, actually. You know, they, they were nothing before Rossi. They couldn't buy a world title. No, oh, well, they would have... What, last one would have come in the 80s or something? Yeah, or something like that, you know, a long time ago. Yeah, they've definitely got to do something, man. It's it's actually terrible for the sport, mm. you know, and you want guys like Quattararo being up the front, yeah. putting the fight to Peko, putting it to Martin yeah. and Bez and all those kind of guys. That's you want right. them all battling out, so... You need the Japanese manufacturers up there. You know, they carry the sport for so long as well, so... Oh. You know, you it, need it. It's almost their sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know? It almost is. And that just kind of leads me on to say that uh, a few things of Marc Marquez and Honda is all these rumors of Cressini. It looks like... Sorry, Tom, but it looks like he's going to stay at Honda. Yeah. And what Mark was doing, which is quite smart if this is true, was letting prolonging those rumors because he was wanting a leg to stand on to hire some European engineers. He's like, well, if if you want me to stay, this is what needs to happen. And apparently, that's what they're looking to do. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, they're looking to change their whole mindset. All right, we need to work, you know, on the fly. We need to develop during the season like the Euros are doing. And then, you know doing it differently because yeah. it's obviously not working 100% man they can't just rest on their previous success no it's, it's not working it's not working for them and when you've got a guy like Marquez you, you don't want him to leave no so no one wants him to leave really like it, it'd be fun to see him on a different bike but you need him on that Repsol Honda yeah 100% you do I think it's again like we said like I said just before it's great for the sport we need him up there we need yeah. him fighting yeah um I wasn't against the idea of him going to Grassini. Oh, that's cool. It's I a great it. idea. It's yeah. just that Tom plucked it out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... And I think I said to Tom, I'll take him out for dinner if it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you'll... You know, you know Tom, you'll order a lobster. That's right. $300 bottle of wine. Really enjoy himself. I might have to do that now. <laughs> Marcus is going to stay there. But the rumor was he was going to Grassini... And taking a stray Galicia with him, Red Bull and Repsol. Imagine, I'll say this to a friend. Imagine a world without Repsol Honda. You could, you couldn't. No. Nah, nah. But and they would go because they want to be seen as the winning brand. Yeah, that's right. They are the winning brand. That's they right. win in so many other sports. It just baffled me that when they said, like, I could understand the beer sponsor in Red Bull. Yeah, a million percent. But when they're like, "Oh yeah, Repsol's gonna go," yeah. I was like, "Not a chance." Yeah, that's all right. It would look sick on a Ducati though. It would, you know, and that's massive for Grassini. That's massive money for them. Yeah, moving forward, they can keep their program running for however long they want. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I did hear a rumor as well. If it is going to play out that way, it's going to be a two-year contract, not a one-year deal. Oh, with Grassini? Yes. Yeah, which kind of takes him out of the loop with uh, KDM, unless they give someone KDM a one-year. Yeah. You know, which there'll be an out in that contract anyway, yeah. but it would make sense because like we spoke about it Saturday. It, it kind of doesn't make sense to go just for one year, then to move on. Yeah, that's right. But imagine in a world where he he just say he goes to Ducati and then gets third in the championship, or you know he's fighting for the title yeah. halfway through. You know what did Ducati do? Like surely you promote him at the you, end of the year. You gotta, which That'd is not sh- what they want. Yeah, but they don't. Doesn't sound like they want Mark Marquez in that team. Well, that's um, it's not their call. At the it's um, it's not it's not their call with Grassini. 
No, it's not called with their, it's not they're called Grassini at all. But um, uh, Claudio Domenicali is the man. He's Ducati's CEO. Yeah, yeah. He can make the call ultimately. That's true. So it's not up to uh, Chibati, Deligna, yeah, or um, what should we call or it? Tadotti. <laughs> That's it. Like it's not their call at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. You know, you want to be the number one brand. You want to be. You want to have the man on the bike. Man, that would be so cool. And it'd be great, you know, he'd be like, it's like when Rossi went from Repsol to Yamaha. Mm. It's the same deal. Yeah. You know, he got, he's going to a lesser bike in a sense. Mm. So it's a year old bike. Yeah. But he comes out and wins. Like, you know, that just solidifies his greatness even more. Yeah, that's all right. You know, then people can probably change their tune and go, okay, don't love him, but got to respect the bike. He's done it on two bikes now. Yeah, that's it. That's probably what he wants to do, maybe. Like, who knows? Who knows what he's thinking? All I'm hearing now is he's going to stay with Repsol. So, hopefully, this new bike, they've got something out of it. Fingers crossed. We'll see today. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, bloody oath. Um, speaking of Mark Marquez, but seventh in the main race. Man, what an effort. Yeah, seriously. That was a great race. I thought he raced really well. On the softs, all Hondas rode with soft rears on. Everyone else had mediums. Yes. So, I don't know how he made them survive, but seventh on that Honda, and the next best Honda was 20-plus seconds behind. So, it just shows how much talent he's still got. Yeah, he's, he's still got it. Mm. You've you got to give him that. Yeah. Um, and to be 20 seconds ahead of your next best bike. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, um, that's just ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 full on. He was in a good little battle, actually, with Marini. Uh, Marini almost launched himself. Yeah, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Fernandez actually had a good... Raul Fernandez had a good race. Fucking okay, that was the first time... Aprilia. I reckon that was the first time I've mentioned that name the whole time this podcast has been alive. I know. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's his best race finish in Seriously. eighth place. Oh, good effort. Um, yeah, so I, I, think we missed, uh, I think we missed it. Jorge Martin... Marco Bezzecchi and Peko Bagnai third with Danny Pedrosa fourth. And good effort still, you know, by Vinales and Miguel Oliveira, fifth, Miguel Oliveira, fifth and sixth. Yeah. No, they did well. They sort of... They were just sort of on their own through that main race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good to see Aprilia doing well. Yeah. 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 No, nah, 100%. I yeah. agree. And then sprint race, same podium. Exact same order. Martin, yep. Pateki, Bagnaya, Pedrosa fourth again. Yeah. Binder and Vinales sixth. Yeah, so it was very uh, very even, I guess, through the whole weekend, which hasn't really been the case. Normally, sprint and the main race have a little bit of a different flavor. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, it's probably been one of the first ones, really. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. Yeah. That sort of first one that's just, um, yeah, almost not identical, but yeah, close to it. Um. What does this weekend mean to Peko Banyai, Daniel? Because I feel like what he's done now with his leg, you know, we talked about this last week of all the champions come back and have an amazing ride when they've been injured. And I think Peko Banyai, and I think we've all been harsh on him. Yep. Um, is now a genuine star. He gets third each race. I can hardly walk. And then he walks up onto the podium, if people haven't seen it, it's a sea of red and everyone's chanting his name. That's the first time I've seen that, you know, 
in Italy since obviously Rossi. No one's really gravitated to anyone. I think this is the, now maybe the tide's starting to slowly turn, uh, and it's probably not going to be. It's obviously not going to be like Rossi, where he's going to be chanted in every no, every round, course. like he was. Like he can go to bloody Fiji, and everyone will chant his yeah, name. Hundred <laughs> percent. But VR forty six carved out in coconut spot. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> clip that. Fucking clip that. Um. <laughs> oh, broken James. <laughs> that was good. That was fucking good. Uh. <laughs> Two giggling virgins. Yeah, shit. Uh. Um, but at least in Italy. He's he's seems to be the man now, uh, dude. So much more respect <laughs> for him after what he did. Like that, like you said, that was a crazy effort. And to see all those people, I think you're right. The tide is starting to turn. Mm. They've really uh, gravitated towards him. And like the great champions do, they they come back. Look at Lorenzo, yeah. top five after that broken collarbone. Yeah. Uh, still probably the most impressive ride I've ever seen. Yeah, 100%. pains me to say it, but I think it is. Yeah. So to do. To do what he did, um, yeah, it's, I think that's a big thing for him yeah. and to, I think, to win a few people over. You're right. And I think a big thing, how he came back is the mental aspect. Like being in that crash and then a week later racing, just mentally getting back on a bike, you got to be built different. you got to have a screw loose oh, or something. Man, they are nuts, those guys. Any, guy, any of the motorsport races in general, whether it's yeah. four or two wheels, yeah, um, absolutely bonkers. But yeah, to... To cheat death, essentially. Yes, yeah, seriously. And then uh, jump back up yeah. and pull 360 down the straight line. and That's nuts. You know, nuts. Crazy amount of K's in corners. That's all right. But now, Banyaya is now a genuine star with Marco Bezzecchi, I think, slowly, but not too far behind him. Yep. But um, at the moment, like, if you take Mark Marquez out of it, Banyaya, for me, is the biggest rider. Yeah, he surpassed Fabio, you think? Yep. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not a bad call. Yeah, I think now he has. I think the Italians are behind him now. Um, you know, and that's really... And really, that's just because Fabio's has been really nowhere this whole year. Down uh, in the dumps. Yeah, like, he still gets... He still gets a lot of fans out to... Um, out to a lot of his races. And it's so easy in Europe as well. They just catch yeah. a fucking train and they're in, you know, another country. Um but I think Banyai is now surpassed. He's he's the face of it all. Yeah. You know? uh, fair enough. That's a good call. Yeah. Like I said, it, I think that definitely elevated him Yeah. this week and just yeah. showed what he's made of. Yeah. I think now you can't turn around and say, oh, well, he's a weak champion. No way. No, you can't. And if, it, and, you know, if he goes back to back as well, like, all right, he's one, of the, he's one of the greats, let's be honest. Yeah, 100%. It's not an easy thing to go back to back. No. It's not an easy thing to win one. It's all right. You know. So credit where it's due, but yeah, if he goes back to back, I think that again will change people's perception of him. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. I am one hundred percent with you. Sticking on the uh, sticking on the Italian train, how good was the national anthem, Daniel? This is right up your rally. You're this, if if the ladies don't know out there, Daniel can serenade you on the guitar. You literally say any song and he'll play it. The oh, whole wouldn't go that far. That's a bit of a stretch. Stay away, Evan Mop. <laughs> I got kicked out of the guitar store for that. <laughs> Not loud. It's the forbidden riff. <laughs> nah, yeah. Follow my Instagram. <laughs> I take requests. Yeah, that's right. 
I actually didn't watch this. I was um <clears throat> on the phone, but I couldn't believe it, man. This was absolutely insane. You showed it to me before. This is one of the best things I've seen in MotoGP. It actually got me pumped up. Yeah. Oh, there was another round, I think, last year, the year before, that someone came out and played on guitar, which was pretty cool. And so you reckon this is the San Marino anthem at the start of it? I would assume so, because... Like, we'll wait for the drop, like you said. It, it just flows into the Italian national anthem. So I would assume that that is... Because you're not really going to sing your own song guessing at the start of the race. Unless it's like Lose Yourself or something. You're getting pumped up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, Miller starts right. beating his chest or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe he didn't do that. Ah, oh, got the guitar riff. Look what he's wearing. Seriously, they did it so well. Very long spec. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would fit in Ligon's speed, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Logo maps in the <laughs> Look how good the guitar is, it's a fucking helmet. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I wonder if it's meant to be like a rider's helmet. It kind of looks like Bastianini's with the, um... What has he got, like a demon's teeth sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, it does look like it a bit. But, honestly, done so well. And all the all Italians are singing it. Love the patriotism. Oh, yeah, we're pretty full on when it comes to that. I think most countries are... Oh, especially America. That's mm. cool, the Jets coming over. Jets coming time. over. Seriously, yeah, one of the... That's, um, that's awesome. That's one of the best that ones I've seen awesome, in a long time. Yeah. But even Magello, when they dropped the, the green, white, red smoke. That that's, that's, it makes an amazing photo as well. That's Yeah, that's so sick. It does make a good photo. Um, but yeah, that was very cool. And I obviously just watched it now. It was, um, yeah, I didn't even know. That was really cool. Oh, seriously. That's definitely... Um, Better than uh, what was it? Someone that uh, they had the the tightrope walkers at the start of the oh, year. The, <laughs> the fucking French. The French one's normally pretty good. They got a whole song and dance, and then they had the tightrope walkers as well, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's brilliant, man. But now nah, that was um, that was so dope. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in my Spotify playlist or something. Listen to that. Get me going. Oh, 100 percent, man. Jim. Well, speaking about um, like the helmet guitar and that, there was a couple of cool. Again. Gear, yeah, gear geeking a bit. Yeah, there were some cool helmets. Uh, Pekka had a a really cool like angry teddy bear yep. kind of thing. That looked great. It actually did. Yeah, a friend of mine, shout out to my mate James, makes this great point, and he wants to start a petition. Ducati's got to stop putting their logo across the top of the helmet because it ruins designs. Yeah. Um. Okay. So got the massive yeah. like Lenovo Ducati, big fucking rectangular print right through the middle of the design of the helmet it does but for some reason i kind of like it yeah okay because if i was buying a helmet i would want to have that on there really yeah but if i was the rider it would piss me off i would want it without purely because i for the design for the design aspect and yeah. i don't ride a ducati yeah it's a good point but i get what you're saying it That's is a pretty good point it's it's a fine line Strap yourselves in, Tom. Uh, you've got another 40 minutes of this conversation of us talking about helmets. Helmet designs, yeah. <laughs> no, I did gear geek out a little bit. A lot, actually. On um, uh, Alex so. Marquez and the Grassini boys, his helmet was oh. a mint. Shoei's got to release that. Yeah, I know, don't they? Shoei's got to release it. Get, get something happening with Red Bull, too, because that's got to have the yeah, Red Bull that, on it if it gets released. That was one of the best ones I've seen. Yeah, 100%. And that bike looked dope, as always, for Italy. Yeah, and even in the Moto2, they ran it. Yeah, the they did. Guys. Yeah. It looked really, really nice. They did. And how good was the yellow? Ducati. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah. I love seeing the Ducati in yellow. The leathers looked sick. Yep. The bike looked amazing. I think they this actually looked nicer than the super bike in yellow. Yeah, it did. I think yeah. they did it really, really well. Uh, so I did a bit of research. So Ferrari do it because they're um, factory Modena. Okay. The coat of arms has yellow on it. Yeah. So I believe that's why Ferrari do it. Mm-hmm. And with Ducati, it is because back when they started racing, I think in the 70s or whatever it may have been, some of their bikes, I think, were yellow or had some yep. something to do with yellow in them. Yeah. And it was part of their racing heritage. That's right. So that's where and that comes from. I forgot who the, it was like Tardotti or something like that. They were interviewing and they said, um, it's like their second color. Um, as in, they used to bring it out for triple nine and the nine sixteens used yes. to have some yellow in it. And I think he was alluding to bringing some of the yellow back into more bikes coming out. Oh, that would be the best. I haven't seen yellow since either ten ninety eight or eleven ninety eight. Yeah, did they even did they do a yellow ten or eleven ninety eight today? Yeah, my family friend had a oh, ten ninety eight in yellow. I oh, think it was. Seppi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize they did a yellow. When I was a kid, I hated it, but now I'd I would buy one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, imagine a yellow 996 or a 916 oh, with the white on the um the rear. Yeah. yeah. That's ultimate. Yeah, I would actually have that over red. I would I w- yeah, I would any day of the week. Yeah, I would have that a over red. Percent. But yeah, that Ducati, oh fuck, they do it well, man. And it, that whole Masano's that crowd, when they, they jump that fence and get onto the track, it was scenes. Oh. Seriously, Italians, the Italians have to be, when they're up and about, they have to be the best fans for MotoGP, let's be honest. And the Spanish, I think, too. They Like, Jerez crowd was mad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's the Spanish true. always draw a really They did run crowd. on the track with McDonald and Alex Crivier. <laughs> that's, that's pretty baller. <laughs> that is. I think all the Euros, they just love it. And... They produce so many great champions, know, so it just draws not. so many people yeah. to the sport. And the um, first lap of MotoGP, you could hardly even see it, all the flares. Yeah, that was that was um, that was cool. That, that was, was cool. cool. That was like the Rossi days. Mugello used to be like that. Yeah, it's just good to see that it's sort of creeping back in. It is. It is. You know, the last couple of years, I reckon, has been a bit of a letdown, but it's been it's been good. You know, you can't can't complain with that. No, bad. Now, going back to Alex Rins. And his replacement hmm. didn't meet the uh, 105% rule. So, what did he last? FP1? FP1. So, I missed FP1 and then I forgot he was even competing. And then I saw <laughs> I saw a Facebook post saying that he didn't, he, yeah, he didn't make the 105%. And I was like, oh, yeah. But I don't remember the last time someone hasn't met that. Fuck, yeah. Oh, it'd have to be a long time. Yeah. Yeah, standard... Japanese, mate. What are they doing? What do you want? You know, and you know what's so crazy? You've got the Honda. This is just like a perfect almost metaphor. You got the Honda. You got bloody Nagasuga. Can't even make the 105% rule. You got KDM. Go, gets fourth and fourth of Pedrosa. <laughs> oh. Like, come on, man. Well, yeah. Sort your shit out. Big time. Yeah, that was... That's probably the most embarrassing part of it. Yeah. Is at least oh this guy's God. coming from your local championship. In yeah. Japan. I think he's come from the Japanese Superbikes. Yeah, but obviously they're nowhere. Yeah, clearly. And it just shows how hard they probably are to ride and how how big the level is in MotoGP, how much of a gap it is. Oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, the gap would be crazy. Um, but yeah, I, to be honest, I actually didn't even know about the 105% rule until I seen the article on it. I think, and I wish um, Tom was here for this because I know there was been a few Formula One drivers over the years. 
I think there was a, you know, there's always son of millionaires and billionaires that had a drive. I think on a, maybe a Jordan back in the day. Yep. Tom's listening. This is going to hate me because I'll butcher it. But um, I know he didn't make it for a few, for a few rounds. Okay. So there's been a couple times I know an F1. Well, there you go. Um, but I haven't seen it in bikes. Yeah, not I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah. Um, but I, I suppose it's for the safety of the rider, of him and everyone else. Yeah, getting in the way, man. Like it wouldn't take long to be lapped. If oh, you're not, not making at all. that. That'd be like us trying to, by the sounds of it, it'd be like one of us trying to get up out out there. At least yeah. we push a bit harder than Japanese, you know. <laughs> they throw it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least we'll bring it home. Yeah, exactly. Far out. Um, but Martin, like we touched on before, absolute domination. Mm-hmm. Uh, all-time lap record on pole position. Yeah. Fuck, he's got some one-lap speed. Oh, hey, Martin. <sighs> he's so quick, man. Yeah, he's got some serious pace. Yeah, even race pace, it was really good from him this weekend. It was it was his weekend, you know, yeah. similar to Aleish last weekend. Yeah. It was just his, he owned it. Yeah. And look, championship's not dead. He's 36 points behind Peko. Honestly, it's still wide open. 100%. And there's less pressure on him. He's not yeah. a factory rider. Yeah, that's right. Exactly yeah. right. Um, and, you know, 36 points with the sprint race now. You know, you can make that up on a weekend. I was just about to say, if something happens where someone gets injured, that's one weekend. You go yep. back to back. Yeah. You're, you're on. Yeah. So, and coming into the flyways, there's always different results. Yeah. Um, you're going into a new circuit with India. I'm going to battle the dogs and the smogs. So, who knows who's going to dodge that. Um, but <laughs> food poisoning? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watch out for food poisoning. It's actually a real thing, man. Um. You know, like who knows? It'll so, be interesting, man. Like uh, it's 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 still on the championship's still on. And what happens if Jorge Martin? You know, like does it look does it look bad for Ducati if Jorge Martin wins the title on the Primac? I wouldn't say so because that just shows how good your bike is. Mm. There must be a clause where he would take Bastianini's seat, hundred percent, and he runs the number one on that factory Ducati. Yeah. You know, that has to be. Do you reckon... He, I feel like he'd be the kind of dude to run number one. Oh, he'd have to be. There. All white. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> that's nah. that after party. Oh, Gee. dude. Even on the podium, he was peaking. Yeah, that's all right. So, speaking about podiums, I cannot wait for Phillip Island. I was watching. They were throwing like everything. Gloves, boots. Yeah. Knee sliders. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'll be trying to take like Jezzelinkos on people. I'll, I'll punch an old lady out of the way to catch someone's helmet. Uh, no problems. I would, I would, I would knee a child. <laughs> what does it make you want to kick a fat kid? <laughs> I would happily knee a child into oblivion to catch a glove, and in a boot. What if anything. it's Nakagami's? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I just need an excuse to <laughs> knee a kid into oblivion. <laughs> we don't condone child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think Tom and I have been that close, to be honest. I reckon it was once where maybe it got like, you know, five or six people running in front of us or behind us, but yeah, never close enough to catch something. It's still a fair distance as well. Pit lane, yeah, fence over the top. I remember back in, I think it was 2008. Four or five, Rossi was... I was with my dad on the, um, you know, like on the track, watching all, all them on the podium. And uh, 
Rossi threw his helmet on there. The guy caught it and everyone was trying to grab it. And he just puts it straight on his head and just does it up. And then I remember seeing, I saw him driving like out of the circuit. He was still wearing the helmet on, driving his car. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't you? Oh, well, I mean, it's the best way to not get belted for it. Yeah, I know, right? Again. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that would literally be priceless. Yeah, race worn helmet. From guys like that. Yeah, from like Rossi, especially Rossi. That'd be the main one, really. Oh, even like Lorenzo, Marquette, anyone, or any of the champions. A Hayden would be worth a lot. Yeah, it would be. I think it's Simoncelli would as well. Yeah, that's all right. Unfortunate circumstances yeah, as to why, but... It's true. You know, they would be. All right, Daniel. Superbikes. Yes, time to shine. <laughs> I'll keep this one short. At least, at least you don't have... Um, Tommy, you know, just you know, heckling you in the corner and stuff for this one. Yeah, I know. He, oh, you know, I, I think, I think he's a bit insecure. <laughs> doesn't know much about superbike style of racing. Probably gets a bit scared. Doesn't know the riders. I think the Apulia Tuono, you know, just like scared him out of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you know, this is close to a superbike. No, nah, I'm just gonna hang shit on it. And I get a text later on. That was not nice, Dan. <laughs> Love when you, he, Tom. When he realised his knee was like three meters off the ground when he <laughs> yeah. thought he was dragging it. What is he? Shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. I love riding without gear. He's <laughs> more comfortable, more free. Oh, oh he's going to crack it for this. Fucking legend. <laughs> um, I didn't get to watch Super Sport, unfortunately. Um, and I couldn't find it on KO. Yeah, what's going some, on there? For some reason. It's normally like on the same... Yeah, not televised. Uh, for same, some reason. Same replay as Supers, but 60 points different in the championship. Um, Bulliger went double... Race one, race two. Apparently, it was a really, really good battle. Race one with Stefano Manzi. And then yep. he just dominated the second race by yep. about two seconds. Yeah. So, podium for race one was Bulliger Manzi and one of the French boys. Where is it? Uh, Debeese was third. And then in race two, Bulliger, Debeese and Manzi. Nice. So, that's shaping up to be a real good one. There's only three rounds to go for supers. Yeah. Um, and you had some news on Bulliger? Yeah, uh, very, very well-deserved promotion yeah. into Aruba yeah, that's right. World Superbike team. Yep. So, uh, well uh, Yeah, congratulations. Very surprising. I really thought that Dejia was going to go across. Oh, really? And get that seat. Yeah, can he go back down to Moto2 then? I think he's might, he might yeah. go back down, which is which is a great thing for him. Yeah. I think that's a, it'll do him a world of good. Yeah. You know, and he's still be rubbing shoulders with some really good riders. Yeah, bloody oath. So... Yeah, Bulliger to um, Aruba, which is awesome, which opens up a factory seat. Who knows? Maybe Dejia goes to Supersport on a factory seat. Fuck, that's a fucking drop, but Jesus, on a Christini Ducati, the fucking Supersport, oh, man. But he Tommy, like, we la- you hear Tommy laughing from here. I can hear it creeping in. <laughs> but like, how can you be on a Ducati that's so strong? It's a proven bike. Oh, You're yeah. last. Oh, I know. You know, nah, it's, like, it's he's, he's obviously not up for it. God, if I was, I would rather be on a Moto Two bike, man, than fucking Super Sport. No offense. Yeah, no, I would Super as well. Riders, hundred percent, I would. Um, no. But yeah, that was other than that in Super Super Sport. Like I said, I didn't watch it, so I can't tell you if there's any big accidents or anything. Um, super bikes. Garrett Gerloff took pole position, which was a huge surprise. Yeah, I mean, he's very talented. Yeah, um, and can get. I think he's had a couple podiums and stuff like that mm. so he's proven um but that one that pace just yeah took it out uh bautista second i believe Ronaldo third yeah top rack starting from the second row 
Good signs, yeah, for BMW. Man, huge signs for, for BMW. Top, yeah, for, definitely for top rack. So. Yeah, he'll be looking at that going, well, if someone like Garrett Gerloff, and no mm. disrespect, someone like Gerloff puts it on pole. Yeah. And he actually had a couple of decent races. Yeah. Um, so he'll be looking at that going, all right, I've, I've probably made a good choice here. Yeah, that's all right. So uh, top rack won race one. Yeah. Had a really good battle with Rinaldi and then just ran away with it um, after a couple laps. Bautista was in the fight. His bike cut power mid-corner. Yeah. So yep. they raced in France at uh, Manicor. Manicor, yeah. Yep. Great and, track. Uh, yeah, really good track. Mm. It cut in the, I think it's called the Adelaide hairpin yep. or corner. Cut power, went all the way to last, was 10 seconds off. Crazy, The man. next best rider. Bought it back, finished P10. Fuck, that's when you know you're just on point. That's a recovery job yeah. and a half. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Ray, awesome race, weekend. I think he's still got the pace. Yeah. And he just, yeah, again, proved it. Six-time world champion, 100-plus wins. Maybe he rejuvenated a little bit knowing, all right, he's out of Kawasaki now. Yeah, on the Yamaha. Yeah. You know, he just freed up his mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah, probably a weight off his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. You know, contract talks are, are all done and dusted now. But even um, Lowe's on the other Kawasaki had a, a decent weekend. Yeah. Mechanical screwed him over in race two, but um, yeah. They were, the bike was definitely a lot better anyway. Rinaldi and B- Bautista came together in the super yeah. pole race. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. corner, Adelaide hairpin. Bautista ran straight up his ass. <laughs> Didn't get a long lap for it, should have. Yeah. Rinaldi came off second best. Like, Conspiracy. I'll get it up here on um, on footage. This should be it here. Oh, yeah, here we go. I think this, sh- this is it. Who's this? Oh, <clears> top rack. Man, Top Rack's an absolute demon on the brakes. Too. Yeah, like, he is. You just can't even get close <clears> to him. Fuck, you can just tell Superbike riders are just fucking on the edge, man. Seriously. Nah, this might just be a bit of a highlight, yeah. But this was the front end damage of his bike. Look at that. Fuck. So he like... Yeah, that's a, that's a shunt, man. Yeah. That's a fucking shunt. And Cox Rinaldi, he was strong all weekend as well. Yeah, that's um, all right. But yeah, so should have definitely gotten a long lap for that. Um, and then Redding yeah. took that girl off and co- copped a long lap for that. So, you Spanish know, mafia, mate. Mate, it is. I'm telling you, it is. Dorna just... Looking after know, their own. Looking after their own. Redding fucking deserves a long lap anyway. Yeah, Redding just... deserves a long lap just for opening his mouth. <laughs> Seriously. He's like Jake Dixon. Yeah, man. It must be the Brits or something. I yeah. don't know what's going on. Johnny Ray is a good fella. I'll take it, leave, leave that to him. Yeah, true. True. He should have opened a school. Yeah. How to behave. Yeah. On bike track. That's right. Um, and then race two, domination. Bautista won by about five or six seconds. Yeah, standard. Just killed it. Um, but championship very much open there as well. 57 points with three to go. It's so crazy because you always just hear and see Bautista winning. But then, you know, you've still got still opportunity for other riders to come back. I don't know if they are, but... Yeah, well, it's top rack that's in second spot. Yeah. And he's just a freak. Yeah. You know, he's he's so good on, on that bike. So, it is very much so going to be a good finish. I think Bautista hasn't had the greatest last few rounds. Yeah. And Top Rack's capitalized on that. So And there's so many points to be won on yeah. a World Superbike weekend. You've got three races. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, that, that can change. Like you said, same with GP in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Um, and then we touched on it last week. Breaking news while we're on the pod. Johnny Ray... 
leaving yeah. Kawasaki, um, signed to Yamaha, which we I think we might have suggested. Yep. It literally got released as soon as we soon finished as we, our yeah. episode. Yeah. We I refreshed my uh, Instagram or whatever it was, and yeah, Johnny Ray to Pat Yamaha. So I'm actually still in shock with that move. Yeah. Um. I get it after seeing him on the weekend. 100% cop it. Yeah. I think it's a good move, but... Might yeah, just, just need a change, man. Like, it's been with Kawasaki for so long. Oh, yeah. You know, just change something up at the end of your career. They all think, you know, they all think they can win forever. Yeah. And that's what that's probably what it really is. And he's obviously jumping onto a good bike, so... Yeah, it's definitely a much better bike than what he's on. Yeah. So, it'll be awesome. Like, if he's still up there next year on that thing, then... yeah. You know, you can't take it away from him. It's a two-year deal, I believe, as well. So, nice. I think that'll see him through. Yeah, he'll um, finish up on that. He'll finish up on yeah. that. And he'll go down as pretty much the goat of supers. I oh, know. And, you know, that's that's a pretty cool thing to say because there's been some fucking legends through Superbikes. Oh, man. You can reel them off. Yeah, there's, that's all right. There's heaps. Yeah. You know, um, Troy Corsa, Troy Bayless. Yeah. Biaggi's a, a few-time world champ. Yeah. Um, Fogarty. Foggy. Yeah. Colin Edwards, yeah. James Toesland, yeah, Hodgson, yeah, that's all right. There's a lot of um, lot of talented riders that that's went right. through there. Spees came through there for a bit, yeah, couple of years, dominated as yeah. well. That's all right. Killed it. So yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, good good, good race weekend. I must admit, if you watch a superbike race, it's so good because they're always with each other. There's no aero. Yeah, it's a fucking great point. So this is why, like, it's all fun and games to slay, yeah. like shit on it and stuff like that. But in terms of its actual racing, there's no like overheating the front tire mm-hmm. because of aero. Mm-hmm. It's closer. You see, you know, close quarter battles, two, three, four, even in the lead group sometimes. Yep. And yep. just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They definitely you see them fighting the bike a lot more, wrestling oh, that yeah. bike. Um, backing them in the corners because you know they're a production bike. They're not. They're not a prototype, so they don't stick as well. Obviously, um, so it's very cool to see that, and you can really see the differences between supers and MotoGP. And the racing is good, and yeah, there's that lack of aero, man. It's fucking true. Yeah, it's a great point. So maybe MotoGP's got to take a leaf out of Superbike. It does. It does. From that point of view, just keep it more entertaining. Yeah. You know, we harp on it all the time, but we'll go into more depth on that uh, Wednesday, I think. Yeah. We've got a, something little... Yeah, a little surprise. little surprise, which would be really cool. We can uh, get some good insight. A hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. Dan, it's time. It is time. Throw it back. Let's throw it back, my friend. Let me let me, uh, let me me set the scene. Let what me dim we... the lights. Oh, oh. that, that was uh, your Saturday night, wasn't it? Nah. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> False accusations. <laughs> don't believe anything he says. We don't have the capacity. <laughs> we don't have the capacity. <laughs> uh, big day Saturday. <laughs> what have we got? All right. Throw it back to Silverstone 2019. Nice. One of my favorite races, yep. I think. I think it was just an awesome race to watch. So, um, big scenes in the first lap. Really, if you remember correctly i'll get it up here on the you're uh, gonna have to rejog my memory i'm gonna get it up here on the youtubes 
Now, Marquez pretty much had both hands on the title anyway. But Quattararo comes in hot. Was that Banyaya? No. Or was Petrucci? Um, Dovi. Oh, fuck. True, 2019. Use that um, Patronus Yamaha as a ramp. (laughs) That's right. Thought he was Jet Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and just went uh, went flying through the air. So, um, and like, how crazy is this? Look at all the guys on the front row. They're I'm... all Japanese bikes. Like, Ducati's there with Miller, but then everyone else behind him. The next best Ducati's Dovi in um, sixth or whatever it was. Isn't it amazing how quickly it's changed? Oh my god! Remember the, the bike just blew up, and that that was really Sinara to anyone else because it was Dovi chasing that title. Yeah. And that was, um, I remember watching that now and thinking, yeah, that's just, this is Marquez, like seriously. Yeah, so that just secured, that was one hand, four fingers on the trophy, as they like to say. Um, that's a rookie mistake by Quadrara, a literal rookie mistake. Yeah. Like, too hard. It was his rookie yeah. year. Yeah, exactly right. So just wrapped on the power a bit too much. Um, obviously, great to see that they both got up and walked away. Yeah. Now, imagine being Marquez and seeing that on your board. I know. Dovi out. Like, you'd be licking your lips. Fucking oath, man. Um, and this was good. Like, Rin showed a wheel a few times, made a bit of a pass, led for half a lap, came back. Can and can just be stay behind someone in 2019. Yes. Didn't have the front tire pressure problems. Exactly right. Now, I did notice, though, on Jack's Pramac, you could see Chicati really starting to ramp yeah. up the aero. yeah. But if they've knocked back Aero to this, I wouldn't be mad about it. Same. Like it's... hundred and million percent agree. Yeah, that's, that's plenty enough. The bikes still look amazing. Oh, yeah. How good does that Suzuki look? Oh, I st- man, it's still mind-boggling oh, no. that they're not in GP. I oh, know. It's, like, it's so wrong. It's just crazy. It, it, it really baffles me. Man, they won a world fucking title. They were, they were there. They would have been better than Yamaha and Honda. They would even have been. if they ran last year's bike. They would have been hundred percent. Like, I agree with that. This is um, Alex Rins on his day. Seriously, what a pass, man. Yeah, that and that crazy to go on the outside. Yeah. There. So that was the second last lap, and then he was just sizing it up. The yeah. last few corners went, took a wider sweeping line, and then just comes through on the just inside. Cuts, cuts in. Man, I love the look back at the line. Yeah. Such a great photo from the behind. You've got Marquez on the outside. You've got Rin just looking looking down and across the line. Like, great last lap shootout. And, you know, beat Marquez at his own game. Man, I think that's what was ever so sweet as well. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, beating Marquez. Yeah, well, that's right. You went toe-to-toe with the best. You know, yeah, it's not like exactly right. he won and Marquez crashed out and Dovi crashed out, you know? No, it's right. It's not, yeah, it wasn't like a, here you go, congratulations for being third, but winning the race because the other two yep. knocked each other off. Yeah. Um, but man, that Suzuki, like the mid corner speed, the corner speed in general and stability through corners. Yeah. It yep. was like nothing I've ever seen on a bike that was so well-rounded in that section of a track. I know. And 2019, they had that bit more power as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they could hook it up a lot better coming out of corners. But I mean, nothing compared to the Repsol. That just, yeah, it's just like, the just, acceleration on that yeah. through those years. You, you you know you know better than anyone. And it was just Marquez. Like let's be honest. Like we saw Lorenzo there. He was 
fucking nowhere. Oh, he was nowhere all 2019. He was literally just walking around, wave, uh, riding around, <laughs> waving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretending the Palantir's Lorenzo land flag. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but it's funny because with four to go, Rin's almost binned it. They didn't show it yeah. in that clip, but he had a bit of a moment. Yeah. Still hardly lost any time. Came back to, um, you know, ultimately win that race. Yeah. Um, Zarco was on KDM, took out Miguel as well. Oh my God. No shit, Miguel Oliveira got taken out as yeah, well. Yeah, oh, poor Miguel. <laughs> Standard. You know? But um, the that thing must, was... That must have been one of Zarco's almost last races as well. You well, know? the commentators were joking going, well, he doesn't care because there if you KDM go. tell him off or sack him, he's resigning anyway. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Funny. Um, but that was massive for Rins too because he was, I believe, leading in Assen and threw the race away. And then he was second to Marquez in yep. Germany that year and threw it down the road. I know. That, that's just this thing. like, right, Which is, yeah. Crashes, man. That's his biggest downfall. I know. But it was good to see him get that, I guess, redemption for him. Yeah. Yeah, you correct. Know, I think he took Suzuki's second win of the year. Yep. Because um, I think he won in Coda that year, 2019. Uh, I think he did. Because Marquez, Marquez crashed out in Coda at the end of the back straight. Yeah. Yeah. This was a, he, and he was ahead by 10 seconds. Yeah, he was just... Yeah. You know, going for a Sunday stroll. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was... Um, That's a great one. Great race, seriously. It was, man. It was... Um, it was so good. 13 hundredths of a second. Yeah. One of the, must be one of the closest, is it? Oh, it'd have to be that. Yeah. Uh, Bastianini and Pecco last year would be yeah. close to that yeah. in terms of MotoGP races. I mean, in... Moto three, there'd be plenty where they're they're all like that. Yeah, but what another thing that baffles me about this race: the best European bike was seventh. Your top six bikes were all Japan. Like Man, this is only a few years ago. It's not that long ago. No. So you had. Um, I'll go through the results. So we had Alex Rins, Marquez, and Vinales, who were also on the podium in that exact. No, opposite order, Marquez first in another race that year. Rossi fourth on Monster Energy, Yamaha, Morbidelli fifth on the Patronus, Cal Crutchlow on the LCR, and then Petrucci in seventh on Factory Ducati. Okay, I'm going to go off on a tiny bit of a tangent here. I'm going to pose a question. Was it because of COVID that the development stopped for these Japanese manufacturers? Because I know Japan got hit real hard and they shut a lot of things down. And was it... Because it was after COVID where, realistically, you had Marquez crash. So, they yep. stopped developing the Honda. And do you reckon the Europeans were better at faster through COVID of getting those parts out, developing those parts? Maybe they were more in the factories to work and not have to stay home. Like, Was that a factor? Maybe. I know... Speaking of family in Italy at the time, like the rules were pretty strict there. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think what it also could have been is the fact that, let's take Ducati, they knew they weren't keeping Dovi and Petrucci. Mm. So they probably thought, you know what, let's focus for post COVID. Let's let's get the bike ready for once we come back to a fully fit season and stuff like that. So it could have been a bit about that. I don't know what KDM and Austria's mm. um, rules and regs were but it, it could be like they probably lifted 
more or they lifted yeah. earlier. I just wonder if that put. I just wonder <coughs> if that had a play in it. That's all. That's a great question. Any yeah. of our Japanese and European fans, hit us up. Let yeah. us know what uh, your COVID rules and yeah. rules were. What the go was. But yeah, yeah, pretty good field at the time as well. Happy Sarin, thirteenth standard, crying. <laughs> Lorenzo 14th fuck 58 seconds off the pace Tsunaki Takaki Nakagami 17th standard and a few retirements yeah Leisha Spargo on the Aprilia Cotterara obviously Miguel fuck no shit there you go couldn't see the old ones yeah this is a crazy I went through just like the Moto2 names and even the Moto3 how's this for a field Fuck, Augusto Fernandez. Augusto Fernandez, Fernandez, Jorge Navarro, who <laughs> yep. at the time was pretty good in yeah, the man. Moto2. Brad Binder. Remy Gardner. Yeah, I don't know if you'd count Nagashima. <laughs> um, Dejia, Baldassari, Tom Luthi, Luca Marini, Xavi Vierge, Ika Lekawona, Jorge Martin, Pasini, Marcel Schroeder, Andrea Locatelli, uh, Somkit Chantra, Stefano Manzi, Domi Agata, Marco Bez, Nicolo Bulligar, Joe Roberts. I'm not going to say the next name. Oh my God. So Jake Dixon still hasn't improved. <laughs> but what, a, you know, Sam Lowe's, Bradley Smith, Alex Marquez, and Bastianini. Yeah. Fuck. What a, a massive field. field. Like, yeah. A lot of those guys are still getting around in different codes, but. Exactly um, right. And that's what sh- shows you how hard it is to make it in Moto 2 and why it's. Because that field is always so stacked. Well, exactly. I mean, out of that field, you got Bastianini, Marquez, uh, Bradley Smith. Who else? Marini. Bezecchi, Marini, Martin, Lecuona Vierge, uh, Remy Gardner, Brad Binder. You got 11 riders that went up. Yeah. 12 to Gia. Fuck. And then now you've still got like Navarro's in Supersport, um, Vieja and Lecawona at Honda yeah. in Supers, Schroeder's over in Supersport, Locatelli's in Supers, Manzi Supersport, Agata Supers, um, Bo Benchnider, Joe Roberts, Jake Dixon still racing, yeah. um, Otul in Supers, Tulovic is still getting around. That's fucking pretty crazy. That is. That's a that's a that's a hectic lineup. But like you said, it just shows the <clears throat> the caliber you have to be to race. Yeah. You know, at the level. Yeah, and that that is the level. Um, there wasn't really much in Moto Three. I went through the list. There was mm. a couple of names. Um, Still a couple of good ones. Alonso Lopez, Canet, Darren Bridges, fucking nowhere. Ayagura. <laughs> Vietti, Foggia, there's still some good ones. Suzuki and fucking Sasaki still there. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Kanon Chu. There you go for Tom. Yeah. Kanon Chu, 24th. He's nowhere. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. That's a good one, man. Mm. Rins, probably the most frustrating fucking rider. I know. Everyone man. loves him. Seems like the nicest guy in the world. Just, fuck, just crashes too much. Here's a question Who would you have preferred to win the the championship for Suzuki if you had the choice like if Rins I've always been a Rins fan yeah. I've always been an Alex Rins fan how can you not love the guy he's and awesome I, man and I really want him to do well on that Yamaha so do I I really do he deserves it and you know what he is his own worst enemy when he was with that Suzuki yeah he crashed 
wasn't anyone else's fault but his. And he was on a good bike, a championship winning bike. Great bike. Um, but I don't know. I've got a massive spot for soft spot for him. He's one of my favorite all time riders, is Alex Rins. Yeah, it's a good call. And like I, I said, he was a gun in the in the lower class yeah, as well. Yeah, he just deserve he deserves it. I, look. I don't know now if he's ever going to have that shot, to be honest. Like, he's on the Yamaha hard. now. It's a fucking bad bike. Um, and now going up against all the young guys. You know, he's older. He's, he's one of the older yeah, riders now. He is. Um, in, the, in the paddock uh, compared to, um, you know, Bezeki and Marini and Jorge Martin. Sure, and yeah. All, Fernandez. All, yeah. All got these guys firing up their ass. So, yeah, it's a funny one, but... This is how this is how it, how it crumbles. That's it, man. So you would have been wrapped last year at Phillip Island, then. Yeah. When he won the race, yeah. like, and then he won Valencia, the last race on Suzuki. Like, how good is that? He always he's just such that rider that can just pull it out of the bag. Yeah. You know when when his day when it's his day it's his day. Yeah. Um, you know, just I wish I just wish he did it more, and I'm sure he does as well. I think a lot of us do, man. That yeah. that'd be similar to that Peco and Pedroso. Like, like, oh shit, who do you want? I like, know. Oh, I know, you know, I'm sweating. He's one of the, one of those guys you just can't hate him. And I've been following his um, recovery. Yeah. On he's doing, I think, like a little docu series on TikTok and Instagram, and that's been really, really good. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, good guy, good speedy, guy wins. Speedy recovery. Can't wait to see him back out there. Oh yeah, on a good bike. Get him up. Good bike. Get him off that Honda. Yeah. At least well, the Yamaha won't spit you off and break your leg again. Well, yeah, exactly. It's not quite <laughs> quick enough. <laughs> that's all right. Do you have anything else for GP? No, I didn't have any other little tid- tidbits, actually. You got anything for me? No, I'm out. Um, let's go. Tips. Yeah, F1 Formula this One. Weekend. Singapore. Tom, where are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell us about any upgrades, Tom. <laughs> um, going to be like, is it just going to be another Red Bull? You would think so. I don't see Max dropping a race. Nah, I can't see it either. The only thing is maybe with Red Bull is they've just been dominating for top speed and now it's a street circuit going into something that's a bit more tight and twisty. But then traditionally, Red Bull's always been so great with downforce. Yeah, and, that's right. You know, it's a driver's track as well. Like all these street circuits are driver's tracks. Might see Checo pull something out of the bag. Well, that's it. You know, he's, he's very strong on the street circuits, so... Yeah, exactly. So... Just for last year's results, you had um, Checo first, Leclerc second, Carlos Sainz third. Oh, there you go. Um, Verstappen was seventh, so... Yeah, right. Um, you know, it's may, maybe it could be one of his bogey circuits, or, or not even that, just that might play in his mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, man, how can you go past him? Like, if I'm going to pick anyone, it's going to be... It would be Red Bull 1-2... Verstappen, Perez. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Hamilton, Hamilton third. Yeah, I was honestly, man. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, but I'm gonna throw my faith behind Charles. Okay. I think he's probably itching to get a podium. Yeah. Missed out on one last round. That's the biggest round for him. Yeah, oh, massive for them. So, I'm hoping he gets on. But I think it is gonna be Hamilton. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a that's probably a really good call. Um, I did see during the week as well. They had that. I don't know what it was called, but a lot of the Red Bull guys from different co like different motorsports. Yeah, all together it was good to yep. see Vettel back in the car. Yeah, um, and I think he said he's going to be with the team in the Japanese Grand Prix. Okay, nice or something like that. Nice. So it'd be good to see him back in the paddock. Everyone loves Seb. Yeah, you can't hate Seb. Yeah, that's right. 
well, you know, a lot of people did back in the day, but... Well, when you're winning, winning, everyone hates you. I know, that's the thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? I feel like that's... For Formula One, it's kind of slightly changed. Oh. Maybe Drive to Survive's helped that. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a fuckload of Verstappen fans. There is. Um, But he did get booed at Monza when they were on the grid and I think someone pointed to the crowd I think it was either I think it was Charles saying like don't boo him don't boo him yeah okay um, but I think now with the Netflix series coming out it's not it's it's the heat's not on you as much no you know where traditionally everyone kind of hates that person who's dominating unless you're in a Ferrari yeah well, <laughs> you can't seem to hate Ferrari drivers no that's it you know and that's what saves Seb yeah, exactly. I think that's when everyone turned and said, oh, we love Seb. Oh, Tom's a prime example. Hated him at Red Bull as soon as he went to um, Ferrari. Biggest that was fan. it. Biggest fan. There you go. Um, so, I think that's it. But, it, like, look, there's a lot of people that will say, obviously, Verstappen's only winning because he's on the fucking Red Bull, which is crazy. Um, like, he's still the man. Yeah. The most talented guy out there. Um, but, yeah, I just don't think that traditional heat is on you as much. You know, as being a world champion, so I don't know. Who's your tips? Uh, like I said, I, I can't see Max dropping a race, so Max Checo. I'm going to stick with Charles, but like I said, I think gut feeling. Yeah, it's probably going to be Hamilton, maybe Russell yeah. as well. I think that'll be the top sort of four or five. Yeah, hopefully our uh, our boy Piastri can be out there somewhere. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. I hope McLaren don't fuck him around either. Yeah, like, I know he's had a rough rough trot last few rounds. Yeah, they've just been. I mean, see, if I get it, you've got a number one driver, but like, you know, the kid's fucking, he's putting it in the podium spots. Yeah. He's putting it up there to battle with everyone else. And like, been, been in front of Lando quite a few times. They Give him a crack. Let yeah. him race. Yeah, that's all right. Let him race. Let him race. That's you've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just let him go. Mate, that's exactly and right. See, see who's going to take it out. So, yeah, it'll be a good race. Looking forward to it. Mm. All right. That's it, mate. Yeah, well, uh, well, I'll see you Wednesday. You'll see We've, us. We've um, got a pretty big. No, no, no. Let's not give. No, nah, we're not going to give it away. We'll um, we'll, we'll do that, and then we'll be back next Monday with Tom. Yeah, fresh off the plane. Fresh too. off the plane. It'll be a little bit. It'll be red. He'll be he'll be a tomato, and he'll be smelling of alcohol. <laughs> so I'll standard, buy, standard, Tom. I'll uh, stop by Coles and get a can of Lynx Africa. <laughs> Uh, all right Uh, let's end it on that see you Jim see you mate